You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Everybody, it's 917 here on Morning's Lone Star. It is Friday, Woo-hoo. the 12th of April. All right, so we're kicking it off. We got a good weekend going on. I hope you guys are ready, and uh, we're just gonna be hanging out here today. So, if you want to join us on Facebook Live and YouTube Live, we're gonna be streaming live from the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. So, join in, join the chats, and all that kind of stuff. Special guests today we got Ken Roy and Melanie Bell. With the Conroe Art League, there's a trunk show going on this week, uh, this weekend. They're going to talk about the uh, reception they're going to be having, I believe, on Saturday. And then uh, it's a little different. If you've been to the Conroe Art League, you know they have a monthly presentation of different artists and things like that. This is a trunk show, so it's like jewelry and it's art and it's like statues and I guess that's art too. And then uh, things like that you can purchase. So uh, it's a great time to get your early Christmas shopping in April done. Because uh, you can find some unique items, so we'll learn all about that. I have yeah, the, I, I have the wrong the, camera on you. You can keep talking. No worries. Uh, unique so, is the proper word for that. Why were you Why are you playing the uh, Halloween two theme song? By the way, because I just wanted to freak you out. It, it worked, man. I like just wanted it. to freak you I out. Am, I am suitably freaked, but yeah, the trunk show. Talk about unique items. So and, and local artists. So this is a really good thing going on. Yeah. So they're gonna be in it at ten o'clock. So. Looking forward to that. Until then, it's just us. So, what did we miss from yesterday? Did we miss anything? Because we had a show yesterday, right? We had a show yesterday. So, we I don't really remember it at all, but uh, I hope it was a good show. Yeah, remember we had uh, uh, Crime Stoppers come in. We I know. We had Gary Plotkin and Steven Squire came back That's in cool. and showed us the, the cool the Barricade, yeah. B-E-A-R-A-C-A-D-E, which is really, really cool. There you go. And, and, and I lied. I need to go... Donate fifty bucks for one. I was going to yesterday, and I got. You can just say you did it. People on the other end of this radio program don't know what you're doing. Tries so hard to stay true to. And that we were talking about karma too, and that could come bite you if you don't do that. That's big. I mean, karma is a big thing. I I think the what I would do though is you know where that pin is. Mm -hmm. I would get like a sticker of your face and put it where the mouth is, (laughs) like (laughs) that. So so yeah. Because of that, you're talking about karma yesterday. So a lot of people will take like a, a fairy tale or a fable or something and, and use it to guide their lives by. Do you have like a fable, like you know, like the tortoise and the hare? The moral of that is don't take you know just because you're ahead, don't rest on your laurels, don't take a nap because the slow guy can. I always thought that was about uh, win and then rub it in the guy's face. But he lost. But so. the turtle won. Yeah. And he rubbed it in his face. There you go. My thing is uh, kind of what I've sadly led my like entire life by is the very scary uh, story of the monkey's paw, the the broke parents that, you know, they, they find a monkey's paw where you get three wishes. Okay. Why yeah. a monkey? This is a genie thing again? It's kind of like a genie thing. Oh, but I wish for 3,000 monkey paws. Well, what they do is they ask for a lot of money, and what they get is their child has a life insurance policy on them, and the child dies, and they get the money from the life insurance policy. Oh, okay, it's one of those things. So it's one of those, be careful what you wish for. So Those are my favorite. Well, like, to this day, I don't have any life insurance on my kids. 
Because of that? I, yeah, I, I can't you picture that, myself Voodoo? benefiting from their loss, if, if that makes sense. But, yeah, just this, uh, generic, be careful what you wish for, if you want. Or, you know, take the bedazzled approach. Either movie version of Bedazzled, either uh, uh, oh, the Peter Sellers or yeah, either Peter Sellers really or, or Brandon. Kind of yeah, well, you got you know. First thing you say, I want to be rich and powerful. Do you wear robes when you're at home? I wear. a Do you robe. have a basement? How many people have basements here in Texas? Mm-hmm. Not many. Not many. Well, not in Houston. Not in this so, area. No, only the robe wearing ones do. <laughs> they, had, they do their business in the basement. Now, remember around Halloween, I got cast as Dumbledore for this big yeah. party. They they had a basement thing. Uh, it was a whole other house underneath it. It was the entire area of the house, and that was like the servants' quarters. But it was like a sep- separate. It had is this an old house, huh? Or just a new house? Well, it, uh, new enough. This was right next door to Rice University. Well, I mean, like, was it built in the early 1900s? No, no, it w- it would have been. Because uh, where you have a slave quarter. Yeah, well, it could have been based on the original slave quarter. Not a slave, but servant quarter, sorry. They could uh, The building itself was newer than that, but it could have been based on, you know, an older building. But that basement thing, it was... Now, of course, remember that night, it rained really hard. and We were worried about, you know, the downstairs flooding, but it didn't. So, well, they probably paid somebody because to build my, it. Because my, my Dumbledore spell kept the water at bay. Oh, yeah. I, I still gotta got get, the water. Gotta wand. get that money. You're right. Somehow. That was a good paying gig there. I like the paying gigs. Yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. When you ever been to a gig and you're acting and at the end they go, you didn't act good enough, you're not getting paid. No, but I have done a couple of gigs where I do the gig and afterwards I'm expecting the money and they're like, start to do the talk down. Like, oh, yeah, we'll get it to oh, you. Oh, yeah, we'll get it to you or or whatnot. Um that yeah, has happened more com- more often than I'm comfortable with. So on like some gigs, I'm starting to do the whole let's get half up front or let's sign this contract. Well, that makes sense. And I always felt, you know, I'm a I'm not the world's best businessman by any stretch of the imagination. I've got clients that owe me from like a year and a half ago for things that I've done. And I'm not talking like poor. I'm talking like business owners of or stuff like that. Not too many, but a couple like. I, I don't have the. I wouldn't pay. I don't have the hot spot. You, really, hey, you don't really remind me of a Dumbledore. I'm sending Guido after you. Oh, my Dumbledore was good, yeah. by the way. You I'm, saw the pictures. I know. And you're really good. I know. We know. We know. Everyone knows. Happy days coming out <laughs> second weekend in May. Man, talk about I something know. that's coming together nicely. Yeah. These the weather 59 degrees outside. No, <laughs> <laughs> no the, the, these guys are just doing awesome work. Uh, but yeah, the weather it's it's kind of cold and overcast right now, yeah. but it's going to get up to eighty something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Today, wow! And thunderstorms over the weekend again. Looking at the weather report, yeah, we expect rain on Saturday, uh, right around one a.m. all the way through four p.m. That's what the uh, one a.m. to four p.m. Yes, wow! It looks like there's going to be rain pretty much all day, and then of course Sunday, uh, Sunday it's going to be a high of seventy, low of forty-seven, no rain, and it's going to be absolutely sunny, no clouds. So there you go. That actually sounds like a really nice day. Yeah, it does. So that's on Sunday. So uh, now today's Friday, which means that last night was bowling night. Yeah. And how did bowling I'm, go? I'm getting better and better. It? Okay. Yeah. I woke up with some person in my bed. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Oh, it's my wife. It's my wife. Woo. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, we had a great time. And they're starting summer leagues and everything. So people who are into bowling or want to get into bowling, there's entry-level leagues. 300 Bowl, go 300bowl.com for uh, contact information. 
But yeah, they do. They're they're trying to do all different types of leagues too. That's what I like, like doubles, triples, fours, fives. Do they have a league for like the bottom of the barrel? Like yeah, that's our league. Those who yeah, you get extra points. We, for scoring, you, you have nothing. to imagine Holly is never bowled, and the only only thing she did competitively was dancing. So when she would throw the ball, she would actually have little poses and but like subconsciously do them, not like realizing she's doing it. Uh-huh. So it was really funny how like we had a trainer like, no, you can't flick it at the end. This isn't a we're not ballerinas. No at the yeah. end. Yeah, and she's like, I go because you're gonna put the wrong spin on the ball. Do not plie. And I didn't know anything about bowling when we joined, but now I'm shooting like one sixties, one seventies. Well, if you remember that day that we went out a few months ago for the birthday party and. Carly, our, our yeah. dear friend Carly, who is blind, bowled, and I think she actually <laughs> scored better than I did. That's how bad I am at bowling. Well, one thing I realized getting into bowling is the amount of, of use those house balls get. Mm-hmm. Like they re- they don't help you. Like it, it's just a rock being thrown down. I, I can see that because your ball, you treat it with care. It's almost like, I guess, like a baseball bat. Some people have like well, I mean, lucky the lucky bats. The, the, the difference between throwing like your own ball and a house ball is it's huge. And so when people are like oh, going for fun, I get it. You don't really care what ball you throw. But when you're looking for a ball, don't don't get a ball that looks like it's been beat to hell. You know, don't don't pick one of those. If, if it makes noises as you throw it down, it's like don't 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 don't. That's that's not <laughs> like, a good sign. Like the like the tire. Yeah, the, with the that's not on. that's not a good sign. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun last night. I encourage everyone to go check it out. Cool. What are you going to do this weekend? Uh, this weekend, uh, uh, somebody's going to Arizona. My wife's going to Arizona, so I'm taking her to the airport. Are you going to batch it this weekend? So, uh, no, she conveniently timed it, like, right in the middle of the weekend, so I can't really do anything. Does that make sense? Like, I Not can... enough time to get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm taking her, and then uh, we're just going to – we're going to Netflix and chill, I imagine, because – she gets tired of me always wanting to do things. That's what she told me on Thursday. She's like, you always want to do things. Can we just not do anything? I go, what's that mean? What would mean not do anything? Sometimes it's good just to, to recharge the batteries. Now, I, well, I, I know I go, I even told her, I was like, so you're telling me when we get home, we have no plans besides dinner, so I'm just going to go to sleep. Is that okay? And she's like, well, why would you? I was like, because I need something to do. And that seems to me something to do. But I'll learn. I'm learning. I'm learning. And uh, Brett is right. There's always time to get in trouble. There's always time to get in trouble, right? Well, I am trying to bowl on Sunday over in Houston because wherever uh, she's going to Hobby. I think I've been to Hobby one time, so I have no idea how to get there. And I think that's where Copperfield Lanes is. I think that's where it is. So I'm gonna look it up real quick. Actually, now while we're talking, I want to check out local bowling alley by. Oh, Hobby okay. Airport. There, there you go. Now, trust me to give you directions to Hobby because, like, GPS tends to send you funky ways. So I will, uh, I will take care of you on yeah. that. No, uh, this weekend, uh, mixing the likes and business with pleasure. I didn't even ask you. I don't care what you're doing. Uh, but I know our adoring listeners just care so much. Oh, Armadillo. Okay, yes, that's where I'm going. I'm going to Armadillo Lanes. Armadillo Lanes. Yeah. Is that where they have like a little armadillo just running back and forth? And you I have no idea, but that's, the that's where it is. That's where we're going. <laughs> no, on so Sunday evening, uh, what I like to do, uh, you know, speaking of happy days, uh, when I direct if it's a big show, I like to, because it can get stressful. Yeah. You know, you got two dozen people, night after night, same room, cramped quarters, physical exertion, you know, emotional upheaval. And so it can get punchy. So I like to do a a blow off the steam evening with like a potluck dinner, usually like a month before you open, like three or four weeks before we open. And so that's what we're going to have on Sunday evening. 
or at the Owen, you should pop in. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my chicken and dumplings from scratch. Well, almost scratch. I'm gonna let someone else kill a chicken. But uh, other than that, I do you I, brine your chicken at all? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a secret, folks. I right brine there. and brown. I learned that in high school. Yeah, brine and brown the chicken. I actually kind of and made the uh, dumplings from scratch. I, 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 did, I didn't buy croissant rolls and and reshape them. I actually took the flour and stuff and made my own. Because uh, so, um, I we got we found a crock pot when we were unloading if, if kitchen you can't stuff. Can't tell listeners. He's really boring at home. He's just like I'm just gonna sit here and make dumplings all day. Ah, no, it's not boring though because I do it wearing an apron and nothing else. Backwards. Sometimes. 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 So, uh, yeah, the cast is going to be bringing their own um, So you're, are stuff. you inviting the public to this? Uh, not everybody in the public, but, you know. If you're listening to this, guys, stop by on Sunday well, at the Owen a, Theater. Yeah, bring a plate. Bring that's a plate. All, that's all I'm saying. And sneeze all over it. <laughs> right in front of. Yeah, I'll bring the sneeze guard. So, and of course we have. There's always that one person who brings like Chick, I guess they could bring Chick-fil-A, but it's on Sunday. But they bring like, you know, fast food. Because yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to touch their, I don't want to touch their food. Well, there's that, and we also have some uh, vegetarians and vegans. So, you know, they'll be bringing their own, too. Couldn't they just eat your dumplings? Uh, it's been cooked with the chicken. So they can't touch, like, that's how hardcore you are? Somet- sometimes, you know, and it's it's a choice I thing. feel like that's not, uh, that logic will fail you at one point. I don't disagree. Yeah. But, that's y- hardcore. Y- you know, I, I, I respect anyone's dietary choices. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, I'm also. Uh, I also found on sale. You know, those little bitty cocktail weenies. Yeah. And you mean so, like Vienna sausages? Well, not Vienna. The little dinky ones. You know, like they're about. Okay, I talked like, like the piggies. tip of your thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm gonna make some little mini pigs in a blanket. That's easy. Stuff. Yeah. Those go. Those go fast. Yeah, they'll go fast. Yeah, it's like popcorn. You don't even know. Yeah. It, you don't even know it's filling until you eat like thirty of them. You're like, oh man. So, but no, I made beef stew last night, and this is the first time I've ever made it. Nude and and nude. You'll never know. Is this your robe thing? You want to you come this over? Your, you want to come over thing? for a meal, Dick? You're gonna have to take your chances, Man, my young friend. We should live stream that. That'd be hot. <laughs> Skippy's. You know, no. you know, I want to tell you. I want to tell you this. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise with Holly. It's a. It's like a live a reality show thing, <laughs> but they constantly black out their butts, and I'm asking Holly, I was like, are they doing it as a joke? Because they're wearing a bane suit. Like, why is it? They could have dirty tattoos on their butts. I mean, I don't know. And it really weirds me out because I, as like a production person, I'm always wondering, like, I get it that, you know, there's rules on television you can't show. But this woman's wearing a one piece. There's no way, like, it's like a thong or something like that. And then I think they, I don't know if they do as a joke. It could be a guy. I don't know, but they don't do it to the guys. And I guess none of them wear thongs or whatever. But I mean, there if you're going to you do go. it as a joke, that's a joke right there. You do it on the guy. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, so beef stew. <laughs> Beef stew. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I, I'm kind of, I've always enjoyed cooking my entire adult life. I've been divorced as, as often as I've been married, so I've had to learn how to cook and cook for cheap and stuff. Yeah, I'm good, but I'm good enough. I'm getting better because I'm trying to, like, pin down the recipes. But I got to say, listener Brett, Brett is He's an awesome, awesome cook. He, he, look, he looks it. When he cooks, he, he cooks, looks it. He cooks, yeah. So you need you know you need to get yourself invited to one of Brett's shindigs, little get together. Okay. And uh, well, I'm vegan, so sorry, Brett. <laughs> like if you breathe, if you have chicken in the wow. air, if chicken is in the air, I breathe. I can't be there. I actually heard Brett laughing from <laughs> 80 miles away. That's awesome. I'm far from vegan. <laughs> I will literally just eat, do a carnivore diet. I think that's a real thing, and I want to do it. Well, it is. Well, you know, like I said, I respect all dietary choices, but you see these people on video 
These are those are fake. Those are meat eating teeth. <laughs> those are fake. <laughs> Let me take these British folks are fake. Teeth. Yeah, they're meat eating teeth, which means God or DNA wants me to eat meat. Just saying. Each other? No, there's lesser animals. Are you sure? I mean, the teeth don't tell me that. Yeah, see, maybe my tongue tells these me are that. Teeth right? Designed for my oh. tongue tells me not to eat. You okay, you speaking don't of which, good. so we're on a food thing here. So as part of rehearsal hungry. last night, I know, right? Part of rehearsal last night, you know, uh, John Barton, my assistant director, he has a young daughter, Cordelia, and she had to do a science experiment thing, and he they asked if they could do it during rehearsal this is last night. Creepy. Well, the science experiment was the old. You, you take a, a piece of apple, a piece of potato, raw potato, and a piece of onion, and then you blindfold and plug your nose, and supposedly you can't tell the difference between them. So the cats can. Well, to a, to an extent, because uh, depends on how bad the apple is. Well, that's the thing. Uh, but so I get, I get most you. of the cast did it, and this, she's like ten years old, and she was taking it very seriously. Those souffle cups. They and, would throw up. Uh, no, 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 no. Even me. I'm not a raw onion fan. Well, they should have just given you a pepper. Well, that would have done it. You right would have there. known. You would have known. That And uh, it worked because a, I was like and then eating you find the Skippy onion. And dead that, <laughs> later that night. As I was eating the onion, I from the consistency, I could tell it was an onion, but yeah. I wasn't tasting it until I started to swallow it when it's getting like around my tonsil area. That was the first time I could actually taste it, which was odd. Uh, but... So most of us in the science experiment realized that it was the consistency. You could tell the apple because it was yeah, softer. Yeah, softer. The potato had that kind of grainy. Well, if it's not cooked, it. it's so. But you know, so props to my cast for helping a young lady get her science test, uh, build up her science grade. They could have helped make a future doctor last night. Yeah. If she gets a good grade on this, she may decide to go into medicine or science. She yeah, one she day, may cure cancer because of last night. She could be the next the next evolution of PED delivery. <laughs> yeah, right, could, that's right. That's performance enhancing drugs. People. She could she could she could have the uh, work with or the, the next Lance performance enhancing drugs or penis enlargement drugs. Both. Why don't you? Why not? You're spending time doing stuff. Kind of the same thing. Wouldn't that be kind of weird? If, like, they came out with a drug that does that, and then, like, every guy's taking it, of course. Yeah. And then it's just, like, all the people, like, Levi's over there, you know, the gene makers, like, oh, man, well, now we have to redesign these genes. Everyone has a big package. And the best thing about it with the American healthcare system is we get it for free, too. I mean, think about that. Oh, man, that was so funny. Oh. Yeah, bring back the cod piece. Well, no, because, you know, it's kind of like that, uh, what was, like, in the 80s or something, that the blue pill, like, Viagra was kind of, like, a shameful thing, I guess, to take. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's like, oh, but now it's like we're literally watching ads and it's like we can get it delivered to your door. It's part of... So would you, if they came up with a enhancing package drug, do you think everyone would take it? Everyone? Oh, no, because Besides, they, like, have, they have it, not everyone or something is. Like that? They already have such drugs. Well, I'm saying if it really worked. Well, I would think the current ones do. You mean the one like, oh, oh man, so, okay, I was in a gas station one time, and I'm behind this guy, and he wasn't had anything in his hands. Like, what's he going to get? So he gets, he goes, give me a pack of camels and one of those horse pills. And I was like, what the hell is a horse pill? And so he gets it, and he buys it and leaves, and I go, hey, what's a horse pill? And I get one of those uh, last all night, mm-hmm. like, stallion pills. Oh, I loved it, though. But, uh, so, but everyone would take that if it worked. Everyone, every guy would. Yeah, I would believe so. Yeah. Though, oh, sorry. Every guy who would need it, obviously. Oh. Uh, 
Obviously, I would. No, no, trust me. Even the guys who don't it's need it. It's never enough. The guys would take Every it's, guy would take it. It's never enough. Every guy. I love How this conversation. How did we go down this rabbit hole? I love this conversation. <laughs> All right, guys. I want our listeners to let me know. Would you take it? Because I would. The pill I would just, take it. Uh, like the perfect pill for the man. I mean, I'm the guy who, you know, likes smelling farts. So it's like, all right, cool. Well, remember, real men can, I mean, men can write their name in the snow. Real men can print. Let's think about that. Yeah, I like yeah, it. You like that? Yeah. Little That's controller. stupid. Okay, we're going to move off yeah, of right. uh, bodily functions here. No, I like it. But <laughs> I like it. Nothing wrong with it. Okay. Did you too? Would I or did no, I? No, did you? No. Man. 9.37 on the dot. We're going down a rabbit <laughs> hole. Come with us on Friday. I like it. What kind of drugs would you take? I don't know. We'll figure it out after the break. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpongcoffee.com see our complete list of special events. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because every life matters. I like where that conversation was going, but, you know, we might have to clean it up because we do have special guests coming in uh, later. We have Ken and Melanie coming in with the Connor Art League. Really excited about that. Talk about this week, weekend's trunk show and uh, all that kind of good stuff. So I uh, hope you guys are ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, 940, broadcasting live from the downtown Conroe Radio Studios. And uh, now that I really want to keep talking about that stuff, but I, I know we can't because it's just going to get, it's, it's the morning show. Meanwhile, be, we'll be, we can't be doing that. We'll be checking our email to see if suddenly the Conroe Art League yeah, people like, oh, we uh we got yeah. lost on the way over there. Something we don't know where we are. Up. Something came up, <laughs> a thing. So yesterday we kind of talked about uh, the WikiLeaks dude. 
and everyone's having their own opinion, which is wonderful because it, it's kind of an interesting time. Where, well, Dick, what are your thoughts on it? Because I was kind of vocal about it yesterday, but... Well, the one thing I can determine from reading, I read about three articles from th- different, you know, sources, and I can just tell that he just needs to shower. That's what I've. That's why I collected. Like that's the only thing I like, collected from everything. Because apparently he stunk. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, just take a shower and then figure it out from there. Well, now according to the Business Insider, well, he's his... being extradited, right? Yeah, I didn't know that until yesterday. Yeah, it's American more court. More. Uh, according to Business Insider. Uh, his arrest was designed to make sure. Apparently, he said he had this panic button that if he was ever arrested, he had, all he had to do was like push this panic button, and they would quote be uh, bring dire consequences for Ecuador. It's always dire. Yeah, right. And so they actually arranged the arrest to where he couldn't make sure he couldn't push the button. Yeah, but now I don't know if this is that's like that's so silly because that one person who's in charge of WikiLeaks could oh he's arrested. Blink twice to tell us to push the button. Yeah, uh, during his, the, uh, Assange is accused of threatening Jaime uh, Marchand, the Ecuadorian ambassador to the UK, with activating some kind of panic button that would bring down the embassy if he were arrested or felt he was in danger. So this is a guy who si- sought asylum from this entity, yeah, and then he and then he's like, him. immediately turned around and said, "And if you mess me up, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you." I down. feel like that's what he does all the time now. <clears throat> yeah. Like, with everything he does, mm-hmm. he blackmails people. It's part of having the power. Yeah. Which is why, one reason why I maintain, he is not qualified to determine so when, that the world gets when, to see um, everything. When things like this happen and we're extraditing people today, what kind of, like, plane ticket does he get? They will, well, they'll either have... Is it, like, with a handcuff you do a dude, and it's, like, you're with your Yeah, they may have a marshal with them. This is probably going to be, they're probably going to get a military transport, like a C-130. Why do people want to kill him? Uh, That's one of my favorite plots in that movie, SWAT, because it makes so so much sense where you have this rich dude who's, like, a cartel guy, and he's, like, on TV going, I'll give $5 million. That's been, like, 18 different, that was in a James Bond movie. I mean, that's a great thing. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. If you're like if you're a really rich like dude and Con Air and The Living Daylights or Die Hard, uh, they did it in Die Hard. Yeah, pretty much the no. uh, a variation of the theme. No, where you got the you got the bad guy on the plane and, and mercenaries so rescuing he, him because he could say uh, Mission Impossible. So he, he could three. He could come out and go, "Hey, I got so much dirt on so and so. Rescue me, and I'll give it to you." Yep. That's what he should Yeah, there's do. a possibility. Wouldn't that be exciting? And this is a man who's already shown he's a flight risk. Because, I mean, we've seen Batman, the movies, with Christopher Nolan. You can rescue somebody from an airplane and take them out yes. of that said yeah, airplane. It, if Mission Impossible taught me anything, it's that, that laws happened. of physics can be broken in, by will alone. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> movie, those movies are great. But, yeah, so I, I, my guess is they're going to get them either on a very small plane like a Lear or a, a Gulfstream, or on a like a C-130 Hercules. That's what we called him in, in England, C-130. And uh, one of those big honking planes where he's just in the middle and, and there's nowhere to go. So he's going to be... You think they'll like put a black hood over him? No. No, nothing no. like that? No. They, they, they will smartly... They've waited seven years for this. They will smartly do this by the book so nothing can go out on appeal or technicality. I mean, because he's such in a limbo situation because he's dangerous enough where you do that, but he's not dangerous enough to where, like, people want to kill him. 
Well, here's the thing, and I, you know, I must point this out again. How, how can I phrase this? One of President Trump's qualities okay. is he he's the honey badger. He this doesn't care. He doesn't care what people you know say you know, or think. I think or, he does. I think he cries well, he, every morning. He he, he does that, but I mean, he's like that tears. Well, he like, he goes on Twitter wow. to oh they're saying bad things about me, but ah say, every day he's like br- pretty much bring it. For seven years, Assange has been basically holding everyone at bay with with blackmail, saying, I have such to bring you down. There is a president... Is he, though? I think he's just saying, like, hey, you never know what we have. Wink, wink. I don't think think I've ever heard him directly say, like, you, Sean, if you do something, I'm going to push this button. Well, I I maintain that if he had anything of import on the current administration, that the current administration would have made sure that this arrest never happened. And I believe in the last administration, that's the exact same reason why... He wasn't arrested during the previous administration because, as you said, this guy's very dangerous. He says, "I've got a panic button that I push this and the emails go out." So, well, I think that's an abuse. What's so, interesting, though, if you look at the history of their organization and what they've released, I couldn't tell you what was the result of it. Like, what what came from it? I don't know if a person went to jail. People I died. I mean, I know that. The, basically, you know, in the spy movies, you have the knock list, the no official yeah. cover list. Well, basically, that's what he did. He, he well, like put people's part. lives I mean, he in probably there. did like what forty different things. WikiLeaks yeah. did. This is uh, so one of them was releasing the names of the assets, right? Of right now, here he is saying, "Well, this is for the greater good," but in the same breath, he's saying, "And if you mess me, I'm going to abuse the power because I have dirt on you. And if you arrest me, if he's doing for the greater good, he would have released the information on the Ecuadorian government." Yeah. Instead of holding him hostage with it, saying, hold me up here, and if you if you try to arrest me, I'll take you down. Well, the whole point, he's supposed to take them down anyways. So he's proven by that, to me, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he is not to be trusted, and he, he is the last person to I'm glad you're in charge. That. Yeah, right? I'm telling you, when I take over... So you would put him in a black changes. hood? I wouldn't put him in a black hood. I, I would do what I believe the government governments involved are doing right now, which is playing it by the book so he can't weasel out on a technicality or uh, uh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure if we wanted, if you wanted as a government to do something, you'd do it when it comes down. You, you got to weigh the pros what, and cons. Of course it'd be easier. If I don't think got, people care. I the, don't think people care about the this guy. Went they, down, they blame him for the, for the Russia stuff. They blame him. Like he's like, he's part of Russia. So he's a bad guy. Yeah, They started doing that the second so he said, there's nothing. They started. already do. They yeah. already cl- cl- claim that he's part of the Russian collusion. He, only so, after he said there was no Russian, he, that his proof was there was no Russian so collusion. He's going to Before that, no he, was their, he was their favorite buddy in, uh, for the collusion. Then he said, I can tell you there was none. I don't have any evidence. You think he'd come to the now trunk he's show? part of it. You think he's going to come to this weekend's trunk show? That would be cool if he did. We'll be able to smell him coming from here. What ben- Benedict Cumberbatch bunch guy, he should, he should keep doing his role he played in that movie. He should just like... Well, that's right. He, he played Assange, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Man. That's when everyone liked him. Benedict. I know, right? Benedict. I uh fortunately for you, my daughter's got such a crush on you that I gotta keep watching. What's the interesting movies. though is the concept of WikiLeaks to me is important. But I'm surprised that there's not more entities like WikiLeaks. Because they kinda at one point they basically said if you know something that's going it's like Crime Stoppers, they're like a glorified mm-hmm. Crime Stopper. 
And uh, I'm some really. Well, there are others like Crime Stoppers. There are other. Yeah, but like I wouldn't call Crime Stoppers. But I got some stuff about this Russia thing. I wouldn't call them. Mm -hmm. So who do you call? Ghostbusters. Well, there's no Ghostbusters in this world. You lie. But seriously, who would you go to? We were talking about that yesterday. Like, who do you trust? Well, up until two years ago, I would have gone to the local FBI field office. Yeah. Can you imagine that one clerk working there? He's like, you want to do what? I need to talk to the head guy. I got some head head well, guy stuff here. There, there, there are procedures. <laughs> well, you have no idea. You just have information. Like you don't know names. I guess you can look them up on like Google. Who's the head of the FBI at Houston? I need to talk to James. Just call three one one and say I need the local FBI field office. Yeah, but who are you going to talk to when you get there? You get the. There's no direct line. You you're going to talk to the. You're going to talk to the clerk. Like right when you walk up, there's going to be a person there going like, "Oh, can I help you?" I can guarantee like, you the switchboard operator at any. You don't FBI know any code office. words. You don't know any like hand signals. Like they don't know who you are. They probably think you're a threat for like no. twenty minutes. The as second you're talking you to call them. and the calls routed through, five seconds after that, they know exactly who you are. You think it's not called yeah. right up? Man, it's a great conversation. <laughs> no, I think I think he's. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting because he's one of those people who have a position where. Put your money where your mouth is, kind of thing. Because he, for 10 years or whatever, he's been like, We got documents. When you're doing kill switches and stuff, being all spy, like, back it up. Like, let's see what you got. Because it's funny you mention that because there's a point I wanted to make yesterday, but I couldn't squeeze it in. But I, I'm going to come back around. We were talking Avengers Endgame yesterday, right? Okay, the movie. Now, now bear with me on okay. this one. Thanos thinks he's doing the right thing, right? I'm going to yeah. snap my fingers and half the universe is killed. Yeah. In his mind, there's never a doubt that he's not going to be one of the ones that disappears. I guess he figures that the gauntlet's going to protect him from disappearing. So how committed is he to his cause where he knows he's not one of them? If he were committed, wouldn't he say, you know what? Roll the dice. Yeah, this could be, but it's never. Maybe he talks about it. Maybe in this movie, he has like a really good moment in Serenity kind of thing. He's like, could have been me. But it wasn't. That means I'd like to see that. That means I have to do it again. I'll put this glove again. We'll okay, snap let's do a again. quarter. Let's do, okay, let's do 10%. But yeah, that struck let's me. Let's just that, keep going until I die. It's easy for someone to say, and I'll take it to like, uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren. She started wailing on, let's tax the rich. And then like literally an hour later, she released her uh, tax records to show she was a millionaire. And, and so, or Bernie Sanders is not going, okay, fine, I'll, I'll release my financials and you're going to see that this guy who's saying it you know it's like remember uh uh was it the who or the rolling stones that said never trust anyone over 30 and if we're you know if we're still playing that's the who i think yeah but i think the stones are saying if we're still playing when we're 50s and some vegas lounge act kill us and it's easy to say that then uh and so and it's now, easy they're, for thanos, now they're not doing vegas but they're it's easy for thanos to wipe out half the universe when he knows he's not one of them yeah. it's easy for a rich person to say but, tax uh, with, the rich when they're not when, when they're exempt from it it's there's no commitment on that everyone who's you know you got your um buffett who says oh i don't pay enough taxes you know what william buffett and everyone else who thinks that they you know more rich people should pay their fair share and you're rich you can pay the IRS whatever you want. Yeah. You can write a $100 million check to the U.S. Treasury Department right now, right now. Right now, right now. Right now, right now. I meant to say today right now, and I and doubled, my, doubled down on the right now. Right now. 
but you can. So I, I get tired of hearing that about a rich person saying, yeah, people need to start paying their more fair share or railing on the 1% when you get $30 million a movie or a $100 million baseball contract oh, where you never have to hit the ball take what you can get. signed. No, well, again, in a free market economy, it's, you get paid what the market will bear. And you, there's the flip side to that. There comes a point where the market ain't going to bear it anymore. And you got to adapt accordingly. I think the days of the $100 million six-year baseball contracts where you can't even hit the ball afterwards are going to go away. People are saying, you know what, you are not, this is not worth it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think anything drastic is going to happen. With, with, the, with the future. I think we're all right, Sean. I think we're going to be okay. And that Julian Assange guy, he's going to do nothing, I bet. I bet he has nothing. He seems like one of those people who, like, all talk. Okay, every every day that, every night that, how am I, how do I say this? Every day that dawns where he's still alive shows that, you know what I'm saying? If he had something that could take down a government or a person in enough power, he'd be killed. So every day that he's not killed. Well, I thought his kind of angle was you don't know what he has. I think so that's what he's been that, banking on. Yeah, so that's all that, I thought that's why he, no one's killing him because it's kind of like we really just want to risk it, but we don't really know what he has. But here's the thing. Now it's going to come to light in open court. So as long as all the pretrial motions happen and the trial goes on, this could take years, but every day that he's, he's waking up and not, not shivved or poisoned with, you know, or has a mysterious heart attack. I think if you just put a hood on him, you'll be all right. Just the black hood? Yeah. Why black? Because you can't see out of it. You can put a purple hood on, or we can bedazzle maroon. it. You want to bedazzle it? Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, have like a kidnapping hood, but it's being all bedazzled or drop. I think they were gonna waterboard him just for the heck it. of it. <laughs> they could. Yeah. I, I, and, and then, like when they get busted, like what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're giving him a shower. Yeah, right. Like waterboard it, his armpits. Yeah, that's how showers work, right? Yeah, like, right. You, you don't take a waterboard shower. Is that how you, you shower? too bad every now and then but i'll be interested to see what happens especially with uh how the media is going to portray it because that's one thing i loved when the uh when they released those emails from john podesta is it that what they did they just mm-hmm. they they got his emails mm-hmm. and i loved how it was just like unexpected no one knew how to do it no one knew how to cover it mm-hmm. as a media because there's so many emails and i read a couple of them and i thought it was just really weird because I never think about reading my emails. Like, I wonder how what stupid crap I talk about in my emails. If you like, someone just gave me a you know flash drive of ten thousand emails I've written in the past you know twenty years. I'm like, oh oof, wow, oof. I know, right? Like, I don't want, really I don't want really to read those, but uh, because it's more, you get more questions than answers when you start reading that kind of stuff. I feel. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the only thing that was really proven from those emails. Like the Donald Brazil thing was the only thing I could think of. Right, that was from his emails because he mm-hmm. said something. Yeah, uh, I, I'll need to over the break. I'll look at. I'm sure there's like a top ten list of things from the WikiLeaks. One, one thing it week. showed me though, and I it, it's more of a habit deal, is just make a phone call. The emails they would send to each other are like text messages. Well, that don't do it on your FBI phone. Well, I mean, I just just call guys. It's all right. All right, let's take a break. Let's get our our, our, uh, spe- our special guest today in the studio. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. It's 9.56. We will be right back. You've been listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Oh, 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 oh. 
Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpongcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Fives with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, 
make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Welcome back. Morning's Bone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm the aforementioned Skippy. Sitting across from me is Dick, 1001, on the dot here at the Lone Star Studios. A brisk 62 degrees outside, a little uh, overcasty, a little breezy, 40% chance of rain today, but uh, clouds all day, all night, maybe some thunderstorms hitting us in the middle of the night. We may wake up to more flooding. There goes my PTSD on that. Here we go. Here Here we go. go. You'll find me in the corner sobbing. Rocking. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you'll don't worry about this Saturday though, because indoors there's an event. What? Yeah, you can be inside, folks, and that event is the Trunk Show, ha- starting I think this Saturday. Am I right? And we have we folks re- from Roy and Melanie from the Conroe Art League in the studio. Yeah, we got uh, Ken Roy and Melanie Bell here. Uh, oh, with Ken. Them. I'm sorry. I don't know why I call you Roy. Yeah. I was just about common. to do the same thing. <laughs> okay. So it's ongoing now. It's ongoing now. Oh, so today we can go by today. Today, and you you mentioned Saturday, and Saturday from 5 to 8, we are going to have a reception. The public is invited, Mm -hmm. and all the trunk show art will be on display, uh, available to purchase ahead of uh, Mother's Day, as well as our regular monthly show uh, is hanging on the wall as well. When's Mother's Day? Uh, Third Sunday in May, I think. Okay. Is that what it is? I believe so. I'm a mother, but I, know. I don't Sorry, know. Mom. It's, in, it's in May <laughs> and Sorry, it's on a Mom. Sunday. Well, Hallmark I'll figure this out. It's coming up. It's it coming is. up. We know that. And we need we gifts, right? Okay, so for the, the people who are too afraid to ask, like Dick, what is a trunk show? What is mother's no. <laughs> <laughs> what is a What is a mother? Yes, well, the trunk show is, uh, think of the idea that uh, you have a treasure trove of uh, art, uh, in a trunk in the attic, and you pull it out, and uh, it's old treasures. But in this case, it is unique, custom-designed, fine art, home decor, wearable art, stained glass, as Melanie does. Uh, so we're just taking things out of the trunk, putting them out on display. And so that's the idea of a trunk show. And these are local artists, right? All Conroe Art League artists and, of course, Conroe, Spring, the Woodlands, um, Magnolia. The Conroe Art League artists come from all around. You don't have one of those sneaky Houston. artists who like live out in California, but they have a mailbox, et cetera, in Conroe? We, we don't not. think so. Okay. <laughs> so the vetting process is, is pretty pretty lax. That's good. I'm not judging. I'm just uh, putting it <laughs> on. So, uh, Melanie, you're one of the artists featured, right? I you, am. You showed me this beautiful thing you're wearing. Uh, you know, Dick may have a camera on you at some I do. point. I do. The necklace you, uh, that you're wearing. Yeah, you so that's that. an actual real yes. butterfly wing? Yes, it is. And as a stained glass artist, I came up with the idea, I love butterflies and I live in the country where I have a lot of flowers in a vegetable garden and I was finding dead butterflies. And with Mysteriously their- dead? Yeah. Yes, I do not chase them and pull their wings I off, you pro- I promise. I, I, I just had a vision of that. from all this death. <laughs> 
uh, they their lifespan is you know only a certain amount of time, and so especially on your property, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay. On, yes, on, I do on. have four rescue dogs that chase them. So there you go. Uh, but they will devour them, I'm sure. But I came up with the idea of uh, encasing That's the wings cool. in clear glass, and then I use the copper foil technique to solder and put a hanger on, and then I add uh, beads that really kind of play up the wing. So it's a way to recycle a butterfly and let its beauty live on for years to come. And so they are one-of-a-kind pieces. Each one is a little different. And, um, but I'd like to go back to our show mm -hmm. and talk about some of the other artists. And, uh, you can talk about how cool you are. Yeah, they're not here. So, you showed up, you, you get dizzy. Well, we've actually got some really cool artists yeah. in the league, and it's a great organization to be part of. I'm so proud I'm part of it. And I've always lived a creative life, and I was a hairdresser for 30 years, but, um, in retirement, I wanted to live the artist life, and so uh, working with other artists and getting ideas, seeing what they're doing and how creative they are, we all kind of play off each other and learn things from each other. And so we're calling our show Fresh, Funky, Fun, and Fabulous, and that really does kind of sum it up. You know, hold on a sec, Dick, repeat that. <laughs> Fresh, Funky and fabulous. Close. Yeah, three Fun of the four. And Fun and fabulous. And fabulous. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, I like putting them on the spot fast. from time to time. Well, I know uh, some folks out there are gonna go Mother's Day shopping. One thing that I like about the trunk show because I I purchase things is the prices range. Absolutely. So like you're not you're not expected because I I don't know anything about art. So when I but go you know when like. I go in the art art place, it's like three thousand dollars. I don't know who buys stuff three thousand dollars, but the right. trunk show is a really great opportunity to buy something unique. And that's affordable to those who, you know, don't know anything about art. Or and tangible, because this is, uh, what you have is called wearable art. Right, right? yes. And we have uh, 10 artists in the trunk show, handmade jewelry, small stained glass pieces, wearable art, silk scarves, hand-painted, by the way, sterling silver, tote bags, note cards, small oil and acrylic paintings, uh, cold wax process, photography, we just have an array of things, and they're all different price points. So mm -hmm. everyone can walk away with something from this show. I that took a walk this morning, and I looked at the, around the tables, and $10 up to $125. Can you and, haggle? Uh, no. No? No haggling. <laughs> I'm curious. No thumb rustling. I mean... Because, no haggling. Because in when Santa you, Fe, they let you haggle, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, the artists are not there all the time. So we have docents that do shifts that yeah. keep our doors open. So if you happen to be there when a docent is one of the artists, you might be able to haggle. But, you know, that might be slim to none and slim just left town. So <laughs> Don't be cheap, Dick. Support your little no, You know what? I just, you know, I don't know anything. I like talking to people and then you figure it out and... You know, you can lie to me all you want as long as I know I think I'm getting a discount. Right. Know, who cares? So, we'll tell you you're getting yeah. a discount. So Melanie's an artist. Uh, Ken, what about you? How'd you get in on this gig? Well, I, I don't have anything displayed in mm -hmm. the trunk show. Um, I, I'm kind of uh, um, got to do the manual labor. Mm -hmm. So I set up the tables 
and, and the Grizz. But I, I do some uh, drawing and some watercolor, but uh, for the Trump show, I'm not displaying. And how many years has this been going on now? This is not the first one, right? Two years, second yes. year. So second we're starting annual. a tradition. Second, uh, second annual. annual. Yes. <laughs> first one was the inaugural. There's no first <laughs> yes. annual, people. So yes. for folks listening, they can come to the Conroe Art League, which is located downtown Conroe. Yeah, right on the corner uh, of Maine and uh, Simonton, right? Yeah, and one one twenty seven Simonton. It's just down the corner from here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, round in the historic Maidley Building. May, thank uh, you for pronouncing it. I've never Maidley? been able to Maidley, Maidley Building. Yes, Maid- I always said like Madeley. <laughs> we're, we're in Conroe, man. We don't need a, we don't need a fancy. <laughs> hey, when I first moved back to America, I would ask where Bissonnet Street was because <laughs> I just didn't know any that's, better. That's ridiculous. But what I want to tell folks is you can come during normal hours, and this is stuff will yes. be available all the way to the end of the month. Yes. Right. Yes. So the 27th you don't have to April. be here Saturday. It's right now. You like get in your car, come over to Conroe Art League and check out this the local art stuff. And but on normal, Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. Well, normal hours are Tuesday through Thursday from uh, 1030 to 530. We're open from 1030 till 8 o'clock on Friday nights. And then this Saturday uh, we'll open for the reception from 1030 until 8 o'clock. Cool. And the reception, I'm guessing, you know, orders, yes. champagne, artists and residents. Artists so. will be there so you can talk and maybe haggle. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you can haggle then. <laughs> you can haggle then. The artists will be there and we'll have hors d'oeuvres, refreshments, and adult beverages, uh, wine. Now, cool. I, I know we, we posted y'all's Facebook page for the Connor yes. Art League. Are there pictures or anything like that to kind of give an example yes. besides like your beautiful necklace? There's kind of because there's a lot of variety of stuff you can get not just jewelry and that's what yeah, she was saying it's small a huge painting. variety yeah. huge variety you just need to go in there i mean you'll walk out with bags of stuff yeah, at great prices scarves uh marilyn lowry is uh, one of our artists she makes scarves uh dana spencer makes what she calls tea towels which her original designs printed on the towels wow which um, are kind of a farmhouse theme they're adorable okay yeah well let's talk about so when i go there and i buy your necklace this money i'm paying is it going to the connor art league or is it going to to the maker or is it like because the connor art league folks is a non-profit Yes. So that's kind of yes. Yeah, and I was about a, to ask, what exactly is the Conroe Art League? It's like a, an alliance of different artists and entities, or well, the Conroe Art League is a nonprofit five hundred three c organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're an artist, forty bucks a year gets ha- you. Uh, have you seen the Avengers? It's very similar to that kind of team. That's what they do over there. Awesome. Very similar. He's <laughs> got like a headquarters and stuff. Then? That's the, right there. Right there. Right. No, the there. secret headquarters. Where, well, that's, you know. the, that's the. They have a second floor. Got, well, like, so no one's does, allowed up there. So if it does flood this weekend, I can sh- yeah. find sanctuary, buy some art, and keep my feet dry. Yeah. And speaking of the second floor, Ken. Yes. Yes. In the second floor, we have a classroom, and we do uh, conduct classes, workshops, uh, and on Thursdays, the first and third Thursday, we do figure drawing. Uh, there's no instruction, but you come in, we have a model. So how does that work for like, a listener right now? And it's like, oh, I want to learn how to draw. Yes. So do you go to your website, see your yes. times, and you're like, you call, how much, is there a cost to it? How does that work? Yes, uh, there are classes, uh, and, and the artist that conducts the classes will have maybe ongoing classes like every Tuesday, every Monday, whatever it is, according to the artist. A workshop is generally a one-day event. Could okay. be three or four hours. Um, like I said, the figure drawing is non-instructive. You simply bring in your own uh, uh, media, whether it's uh, pastels, 
graphite, charcoal, and you draw. But on the, uh, on the site, you can see under learning, you can see what's available going on right now in classes, which are typically on a specific day and they're ongoing, or a workshop, which may be only one day uh, for three or four hours. And that's ConroeArtLeague.com for folks yes. wondering. Yes. Uh, and that's really neat because I, I have zero training in anything art. I have zero talent when it comes to that stuff. So folks, because when I, when I looked at your website, you have entry-level stuff, and then you have yes. more complex things too. So well, on the on, wall there, I don't know, if, is it still up, the portrait of Ken? Uh, I, was shooting, <laughs> I was shooting a video there last month, and I see Ken standing and I look up, and right above him is a portrait of him that someone did. So it was like, i got to get you on the video with this man. And that someone was Juan Cantavella. He is an instructor. He does conduct did you classes. you hear that name? Juan, Juan, Juan Cantavella. Cantavella. See? There and, There's uh, only one Cantavella. <laughs> <laughs> that, that art is not up. That was a feature, what we call a feature wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, Juan uh, was able to... Um, get approval and display his art for a whole month but that's cool uh, now, and ken was one of his models so. <laughs> ken was one of his <laughs> wow models, talk yes. about scraping i'm joking why, did, why didn't you open up with that ken you're a model yeah right <laughs> we have a male that. model in the studio <laughs> yeah. yes uh oh, the video is gonna give that one away uh, jokes aside you know with the with me going i went out for yeah. over two days to shoot the video and in that two days that i was out there there was uh like a anything 2020 reception there was an artist uh, spotlight. There was a downstairs, a workshop where some lady was doing uh, watercolors. And upstairs, Juan is teaching two teenagers basic art form. Yes. I mean, this is like nonstop. This yes, is not one yes. of those really boring places where you can't make any noise. The demo was at our general meeting, which is typically on the fourth Saturday of the month. Meet and greet at 930. Uh, the meeting goes till about 12. And then at 1 o'clock, there's a demo artist. And, mm -hmm. and that's probably whom, well, I know it is, who you saw that day. Was and we've had some great ones. Oh, yes. Yeah. Any, oh, just any eye sculptors? <laughs> Pardon? Eye sculpting? Eye what's, what's going on with that? No, I don't think we've had one of those yet, but we're open. I feel like, I feel like that well, could shake it Well, by the time they're done, it it's an ice cube. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little hot out there. We right don't want to have it during the summer, that's yeah, right. for sure. Just bring a, bring a bowl of water. So the teacher forgot. And then, you know, when you close around eight, it's already gone. Like, what happened to that? It, was, it melted. Yeah, right. <laughs> the beautiful art's gone. Like that forever. Banksy thing when he shredded the yeah. the art thing. Just just do an ice sculpture and let it melt until you're well, let's say, water. Let's say an artist is listening right now, because I know the trunk show is a great way to mm -hmm. purchase jewelry and things that are created from local artists. But traditionally what y'all do is y'all have a feature artist of the month. So you can go down there, depending on the month, you have a whole wall dedicated to the artist. And there's more than four walls, right? N not every not every month. Not every uh, month. The, the artist has to apply and uh, and actually pay a hundred dollar fee to be on the. Feature oh my wall. gosh! But, to be on their feature but wall. on the feature wall. But every month, unless we have a special exhibition, every month there is what we call our our monthly regular monthly show. And if you are a Conroe Art League member, uh, you can display ten dollars for each piece, up to three pieces, and you do have to sit what we call a docent shift uh, for one docent shift, which is typically about three hours uh, for each piece, up to three. So if you enter three pieces, you have to sit You're volunteering and paying. Yes. Yeah, you That's gotta suffer game. for your art, man. Right. Yes, yes. And, and of uh, course, when people walk in, like, oh, let me show you something that's very nice. And 
That is exactly Beautiful. what the docent does. Now, is there a danger that, let's say, I'm an artist and I take the docent shift and someone comes in and I start smack-talking the others? Oh, yeah. Because they're not there to defend themselves? <laughs> you, know, oh. you know how competitive the art league is? I'm, I'm thinking this could be some serious <laughs> yeah. sabotage going on here, you know, to take a pen. Oops! Uh, you know, we would not, uh, we, yeah, we would frown upon that. Okay. We want to promote the art. You have we hidden cameras to catch You're suppressing that, right? my art. Pardon? You're suppressing my art <laughs> yeah. by Dick's, not letting Dick's me do that. Is to, to ruin everyone else's yeah. art. So. No, we're part of a group. That supports each other. So, (laughs) and that's great. And so, uh, one thing I wanted to mention about our receptions that we do monthly is not only do we have, you know, the the wine and the appetizers and the art, you can shop, you can mingle, but we also have a very quaint, beautiful New Orleans style patio uh, through the double. Yeah, that's actually a surprise, by the way. You don't know it. You don't know until you're there. The first time I saw it, it was, it was. when you say New Orleans style, just a little courtyard, red I'm trying red, to figure out where it goes because I was like, this is kind of random. <laughs> it goes to my heart. Dude. It only goes to a man's or woman's bathroom. That's, that's it. That's the that's only like thing. Literally oh, it. I, just, I just ruined that. The, took the gloss off of that rose. Or... But just to be there at night, we've got the lights it's twinkling beautiful. out yeah. there and there's a bartender, you know, serving wine and people are milling about. It really does make you feel like, wow. Yeah. And Especially um, when this heat comes, you're going to be like, yeah, it feels like New Orleans. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> This time of the year, it's fabulous. Yeah. Well, so. it's, uh, it's a very welcoming place there, just in general. I've, I've been inside the, the gallery many times, and not everywhere do you have a, a gallery that just is inviting like that and, and, and encourages well, the social yes. interaction. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's kind of tell folks, so this okay. Saturday, you this have Saturday. the reception for the, tr- the trunk show. Yes. yes. And that's from? Five to eight. Five to, eight. Five to eight, available to the public. Show up, check it out, buy some stuff, haggle if you want. And then all, for all month, for the rest of the month until, what, the 28th? 27th. 27th, you, the trunk show will be available. And then what's going on next month, y'all know? Top of your next heads? Next month, yes. Uh, of course, there will be the regular uh, monthly uh, show for the artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but a very special show coming up May the 4th will be the student art show competition. This Ooh. is open to all uh, Montgomery County senior high school students. Okay. Public, private, homeschooled. Uh, that information has gone out to all the mm-hmm. uh, Montgomery County uh, school districts, and uh, the high school seniors uh, can bring in their art, bring it in on Friday from 1 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Um, we will judge it on Saturday. We'll have a panel. I think it's going to be a panel of four judges. And... Um, there's a lot of money involved. First place, two thousand dollars. Second place, fifteen hundred. Third place, a thousand. And then four or five hundred dollar awards to those students. Um, there is also an Adrian Gerlach Memorial Scholarship Award, uh, specifically for wildlife and Western art, and that will be judged by Sam Baker, who is a Conroe Art League member as well as uh, chairman and CEO of First Financial Bank here in, uh, in Conroe. So the Adrian Gerlach Award. So he, so he knows nothing about art? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? He actually, he actually <laughs> won in our fall show. He won the best landscape. Okay. So, so he knows a little thing accomplished, about. Accomplished artist, yes. Uh, so that show is going to be fabulous because we like to promote our, um, our students of all ages, but this one is specifically for high school seniors. Okay. Well, we're looking for a caricature drawer for Sean and I. We want to get our characters done. Do y'all do you do that? 
Uh, you I might look in the one. yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the art league does that. I feel I like can, that's uh, like I can I can do a caricature a, of you. It's yeah, a, it's a niche market, but it's yes. a market. Well, I feel like a lot of artists are have the ability to do it, but they just choose not to do it because it's like a an entry level training. You're kind saying of thing. they're all hoity-toity? Is that what it is? No, I'm saying they don't allow barriers. They break through their barriers and become better <laughs> artists. Yeah, you come by, I'll, I'll do a caricature. Okay, you know, uh, you know we're taking you up on that, Ken. <laughs> But uh, so the Conroe Art League is a nonprofit organization. It's a 501c3. And uh, I know for a fact that, you know, uh, a lot of uh, some of the funding depends on like uh, grants and stuff because the video I did was to to apply for a grant. Um, And so donations. So you want to support local artists. You want to come out to the reception. You want to come out there through the month, buy some stuff. You're supporting the local artists. And portions also go to the Conroe Art League to get it going. Keep it maintained. Speaking of grants, we do get a grant from the uh, Conroe Commission on Arts and Culture, uh, as well as uh, one other grant. Um, so we, we are supported by grants and all the revenue that we get. Because I do have to say, I think the question was asked, when you buy, does anything come back to the Conroe Art League? Yes. We accept a 20% donation on all sales. And then the rest, uh, the 80% goes to the artist. Well, there you go. Yeah, money well spent. Money well spent. And it keeps the doors open. The grant is uh, is very uh, important, but um, we still have to we, we still have to pay the electricity and the gas. Right. And one second, one second. Doors hey, folks outside, you're listening, go down the street and take a right and check out the Conroe Art League. Right check there it out. Corner. Highly recommend it. Hey, <laughs> we open in 10 minutes. Open in 10 minutes. There you and, go. And by Eight the way, minutes for you. If any groups want to have a guided tour of the gallery, we will happily arrange. We got some people um, down walking around right now. Yeah, we'll get them in for a guided tour. We even had a wedding there last month. No way. Yeah, that is there so was a cool. wedding. They won't get really drunk. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't go to the wedding, but yeah. there was a wedding that was there, so that was pretty cool. So if you don't have a male, you don't have male restrooms there, do you? We do. Oh, okay. I thought you just had a female. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there's the courtyard. You got bathrooms. Yes. Bathroom. Yeah. The gallery is available for rental. Okay. Uh, if if you're not a Conroe Art League member, then it is a uh, uh, through the city of Conroe. Uh, Tammy Rushing is the contact, and uh, anyone can talk with Tammy about renting. If it doesn't conflict with anything going on at the, at the gallery, then certainly we can have an event there. Birthday parties. There's a uh, uh, wedding anniversary coming up in September fifth. Someone's fiftieth. Um, and a bingo party. Uh, had a musical group. I wish I could remember their names. Uh, Moores and McCumber, I think, played uh, recently. They rented the gallery and had about 60 people uh, as guests to hear that musical group. So we do we do a lot of different things. Yeah, that's ConroeArtLeague.com. Accessible to the town. Another thing I'd like to mention is uh, the Conroe Art League has members from all walks of life, and you don't have to be a professional artist. Um, you just have to want to create and want to want to do some yeah. kind of art. And like Ken mentioned earlier, we have workshops, we have classes. So uh, you don't have to have a degree to be a member. So come on out, see if you like it, join up. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks for being on Morning's Lone Star. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. So us. we got to take a break. Here it is ten twenty-two, and uh, stay tuned, guys. We'll be back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, CleanSweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. CleanSweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. CleanSweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out in the studio, uh, me. That's it. Sean's not here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're on broadcasting live on YouTube. And, of course, 
Facebook Live taking questions, and now it's just us. We want to remind folks uh, that the Connor Artley has their trunk show. That's who was just in, and they had that trunk show starting today. You can come down today, and it's going to be available until the 27th of this month. Support your local artists and buy something unique for a loved one. And I stuff really like, like that. Butterfly yeah. wearable art. No, that's that one thing that's British. interesting is you go there and you can see the artist found a niche in like, a, like say for the for their season. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what I'm going to do for this season. I'm going to create these little things out of this little thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a great opportunity to get something different. There and, you go. Because uh, I know Holly likes what I get her all the time because I have such good taste. You do such and good taste. I see. I prefer art like this. I'm the guy that I remember one time I went to the Museum of Modern Art and. Um, uh, Houston, uh, near Rice University. And they had this huge, it was like a 20 by 20 or 12 by 12 white canvas with a red dot about the size of a silver dollar in the middle. And it was worth like $2 million. And I was, I know art's in the eye of the beholder, but, you know, put Jackson Pollock up against a chimpanzee with paint buckets. And I think you'll find the end product is, is, Hard to well, couldn't you? Isn't the argument that the art is supposed to reflect what that current culture is doing, or it's supposed to reflect right? whatever the message the artist is trying to con- convey? And I feel the same way about poetry. That poetry has its place in the world. I'm not poo-pooing poetry, but anything. I, I'm a traditionalist with with poetry because to say, I walk in the rain at night. Technically, that's a You're poem. So snooty. Yeah, I'm saying, but You're it's, just, it's just three just snooty, snooty sentences. snob, happy days opening up next week. No, uh, it's, it's second week in May. Yeah, so I walk in the rain at night, period, is is technically poetry, but to me it's not. It's just three sentences that are kind of pretentious. Well, I felt it. Did you feel it? I feel it. I, well, why did the chicken cross the road? To die yeah. in the rain. Well, I mean, I, I can't really comment on what art is and what isn't because... It's, I, it's, I like it's in the eye of the beholders. It's what you're willing to accept as art. Yeah, yeah. There are some things that I find are just staggeringly wonderful as art that art critics would just have a conniption fit over. That's not art. That's this or that. Uh, the Jackson, the stuff like the the red dot on the white canvas or the Jackson Pollock or a rudimentary painting of a Campbell soup can, uh, it's art, but I wouldn't pay millions for it. So I just I don't get that. But it's just me. I'm more of a happy days kind of guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I mean, each your own, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw a, pic- a bunch of Picasso's one time, and I thought it was really interesting, but then that was like 20 minutes of my time. I was like, okay, cool, next. Yeah. And I got in trouble for saying that to my grandmother. She was like, excuse me? No, to me, art is something that grabs my attention and then captivates me. You think so? Like happy days? Yeah, so much. Well, there's just one. I'll, I'll tell you. So like Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. I can't call that art. You, I, I can't get over that show. I, I mean, I, I, I Holly, loves, she introduced it to me, and I just I can't get over that. Way. I spend my time watching that with her. I'm like, can we watch someone else? Isn't it a great moment when you find out that secret thing about your spouse that like you didn't know? It's like, oh, so you like this, do you? Yeah. And uh, yeah, with each of my wives, you, you just have that moment where it's like, I had no idea you liked Bachelor in Paradise. Wow. Uh, I I can't. I told Holly I go. I could watch this show if they gave me some structure, like give me a time, because basically it's just a bunch of people talking, but they don't tell you like what day it is or what time. So I would watch it if it had any redeeming quality whatsoever, and it just well doesn't. no. Sometimes there's some there's some special moments 
because they, they say the most ridiculous things. But I don't know if it's scripted or not. I'm like, this guy's it's, great. Uh, watch the uh, Adam Ruins Everything episode about reality TV. Uh, no, I know. I've, I've, I've worked on a reality TV show before. One, yeah, of, the, one of those Texas house shows. Justice, yeah. Uh, do you see how it's That was set a lot of up? fun, though. Yeah. It's, it's semi-scripted at best. But many years ago. Did I ever ago, tell you the story of me about trying to get, oh, man, this is great. Okay, lay it on me. So I worked for, as HGTV, there were, uh, I was a PA. Public, uh, what was it production called? Assistant. Production assistant. And basically on the like the second to last day, they gave me a job of getting all the release forms. Mm-hmm. So anyone that worked in the houses had to sign the release form. Well, uh, at that time, they were having the cleaning services go in. And I didn't speak, like, unfortunately, I don't I don't speak a lick of Spanish. So, well, I go in there and I'm like, oh, can we, can you sign this? And I don't know what, why he thought I was, what I was doing, but he literally grabbed his wife and him and they grabbed their kids and ran to the car and drove off. They probably thought you were, uh, well, I'd hate to, I'd hate to presume, but maybe there was immigration. It was, and I go, and me being like the best PA ever, I was like, I got to solve this problem. So I'm going to forge these signatures. No, no. So I uh, I got the person who does all the hiring. And I go, can you call this group for me? Can you call like whoever we hire and say if they don't sign this, they won't get paid. And I don't speak Spanish, so I was like, just tell them that and they'll come sign it. And then two hours later, they showed up and they found me and I got them okay, to sign there it. You go. But I was like, it was just really bizarre because I go, man, I really didn't mean to scare you like that. But uh, they like it was really weird because can you imagine me? I don't know how to speak Spanish, so they're like, they go, he started speaking Spanish to his wife. And his wife goes in the other room, and then he looks at me and kind of takes a step back and walks. So I'm like, is he going to the restroom? What's going on? And then I, I open the door. He's leaving <laughs> out in his car, and there we go. So. All righty. So with the art situation about what it means, uh, many years ago I was walking the Galleria you know, in Houston, the, the, the Hoity Twitty Mall, and there was an art gallery there. Mm-hmm. And in the window was this print. And it just, I actually stopped. It was almost like a Twilight Zone episode where you think it's going to come to life or something. Uh, It was a print of uh, a woman standing on the beach and the wind is blowing her hair and you can't see her face and she's holding onto a a straw hat. And there was just something about it that I just stared at it for like 10 minutes. Then I went inside and I said, how much is it? They said, it's like 150. I didn't have that much on me. I said, okay, I'll come back. A month later, I go back to buy it and the gallery had shut down. And I had no idea who the artist was, what it was called, or anything. And this is way before the internet. You can't just kind of Google stuff like that. Finally, many years later, hello, sir, we're peeking in our window. How are you doing? Uh, Connor <laughs> Art League, it's open. Yeah, go buy art. But um, it, I didn't quite obsess over it, but off and on over the years, it's like I had to find out. Finally, years later with Google, I found out it was the artist uh, his name is Susan Rios, and, and uh, a previous wife in one of her loving moments actually bought me the print. She found it. I have to say, based on that and everything else, every piece of art in my life that I love enough to like spend money on or truly appreciate is local. It's when I yeah. say low end art, I mean you know it's the local artist. Uh, I think the most hoity toity I've personally gotten. Uh, there's a New Mexico artist named Dale Turbush who does uh, New Mexico landscapes, and his shtick is always putting in a lightning bolt somewhere. And there's something about just him. I, I, you know, and I appreciate Remingtons and Thomas Kincaid's, and I can appreciate it, but stuff that I'd actually be willing to shell out money on, 
And about a year ago uh, in the Woodlands, there was an art outlet. It was an art gallery run by this couple that they wanted to retire, so they're closing down. They hired me to shoot some videos for them for their going out of business sale. And not only did I fall, fall in love with this couple, they're just gr greatest people ever, but seeing the art in there, it, I actually spent more money than I made making that video on the artwork. And they were giving me like half price deals because they, they really appreciated me. And I just found some. So artwork. you can haggle? Well, well, they were going out of business. Yeah, you still have. Mm -hmm. And remember when Conroe Coffee had, you know, I'd be able to look out the window back when they were next door to us and I could look out the window. And some of that artwork I'd buy from the local artists that would never make it in, in a gallery or a museum, but it's on my wall because I just think it's beautiful yeah. art. So I think the art has to speak to you. Whatever. Yeah. Don't spend money on art. Don't support that kind of Don't support the arts. Spend it all on your local football team. Yeah, of course. That brings more money in. Okay, so also... You don't think so? You yeah, don't something think? else... No, I don't. Something else happening tonight. Be the Difference, an event's happening from 4 to 7 at the Branding Iron tonight to uh, yeah. Project Mentor. We talked about that earlier. Uh, but Street Vendor's going to be right outside the studios tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know... Afternoons with Lone Star, Rick the Reluctant Cowboy, and Listener Dennis, they have their game show, yeah. their Friday game show. Once they stop getting off the stupid Seinfeld trivia, because I don't I didn't watch Seinfeld, I had a life, people. I'll do really? I'll this join coming this. from the Star Trek guy. Well, Star Trek has endured a lot more than Seinfeld has. Are you sure? sure? Oh yes. I don't know. Oh yes. Quick, name me one Seinfeld spinoff show. Name me one Seinfeld movie. Give me five Seinfeld quotes. I rest my case. I didn't watch Seinfeld it's, either, so... It's what we hoity-toity people call quid erat demonstratum, QED, meaning I have proven from what, uh, from which I set out to prove. I have proven that which this I conversation said. This conversation is lost to me. I got all artsy because so, we had Melanie and uh, Mr. Rory true. in here. Those are your Ken people. Roy. I'm not those They're people. my peeps. That's one thing I love about my grandparents. They were, they're, they were those kind of people, and they would introduce me to, like, when they have cocktail parties and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, I was the fourth, so they always liked me having me there because it's like a family thing. And I'm like, I don't know any of these. People. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know opera. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, so after a while, they said you don't have to come anymore because I would just sit there. Like, it's right. Boring. But if I was smart, I probably should be smoozing and learning opera. Opera was so good about it. So you know, I, you know, I, my uh, my grand my grandmother's going through the the stage of we need to get rid of everything in the house stage. Okay, and my my, my grandfather uh, passed away several years ago, and he loved music, and so she gave me all of his CDs. And he has a lot of local. He has a because he really loves the symphony, Houston Symphony. He has a lot of local symphony recordings. Okay, I thought that was really strange because I never seen them before, and I was like, oh, this is a great catalog. So I got a bunch of Houston Symphony wow. uh, if you recordings don't them, from I'll like take them. from like fifteen twenty years ago, and then stuff like that. And I got records from uh, Carnegie Hall. That he's never used because he he did, he moved on the CDs. So I got a bunch of records from Carnegie Hall. So he bought the cool. CDs and tried to do the needle on them. No, no, he's actually pretty good about that kind of stuff. You ever heard of Super Audio CD? He had those, and I was like, that's just a waste of oh, money. Oh, I remember those because he's. Yeah, I mean, he was I audio the DAT tapes. For he a was while. he was an audiophile. So, but uh, my father, when I was very young, one of my earliest memories was listening to like Roger Whitaker and Marty Robbins on his reel to reel. He had a real, real, yeah. you know, the whole setup there, and it was, yeah. You know, also he, I found hmm. Larry, Larry Gatlin's Christmas, the family, 
like the hey, family. Hey, bring it. I'll bring it. You bring it and have them sign it. <laughs> That's so true, yeah. And, hey, Larry Gatlin, if you're listening to us, be sure to hit the trunk show. Go next door. So. Buy some little art for your brothers. I wonder, yeah. I'd be so weird if I was in a band with my brothers. Kind of like the Hanson brothers. You know, Hanson M- or, M- or Oasis, where <laughs> they hate each other so hard. Were they brothers? Yeah. Were all of them brothers? Liam. Uh, no, all of them. Like everyone in oh, the band. Oh, Hanson, yeah. But I'm talking about Oasis. Okay. The, the two singers. Uh, or the, the two main, the two front men. Liam and so I can't remember his name. But yeah, no. These are guys that hate each other so bad that they play like half a song in a concert and then start beating each other up and walk off the stage. That'd be fun. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd be, you know. That's why I could not pay money on a concert like that because it's like I'm going to get half a song if I'm lucky. Yeah, I mean, I'd pay money just to see them fight. Would you pay money to watch people fight? No, really, no. You wouldn't if I, I mean, got yes, really. Would no, you, I would would you go see like an MMA fight? Would you go if someone gave you tickets? Uh, yeah, out of respect for the giver. Really? Yeah, it's, it's just not me. So that so any any situation you get free tickets, you'll go. Yeah, I'm a whore. Okay. Nice. Uh, to thine own self be true. I always wonder what, like, a lot of people are really against watching people fight. When it, okay, MMA, at least there are different styles. Yeah. Boxing, my only issue with boxing, I don't think it should be banned or anything like that, but literally it's two men or two women or, you know, two people attempting to cause brain damage. Yeah, that's why that's that's, it's kind of odd. That's the only purpose of boxing. But like the attempt. better boxers know how to defend themselves. But it's you But the goal is to hit them in the face. To knock them out, to cause brain damage. One thing, in Russia, they do this thing. They do MMA, but it's five versus five. Ooh, like like total cage match. Yeah, no, I'd be all over it's that. It's nuts. Throwing, throwing a couple of motorcycles. <laughs> I would so watch that. <laughs> well, I always like those, but I always like those like dystopian future movies where, of course, the number one entertainment is let's watch these people kill each other. I like Rollerball, the original Rollerball. Yeah, that's, I mean, like it's always. It, of course, that's Donathan. where we're all going. Everyone knows. So well, just, we 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 flirted with it with American Gladiators a few years ago. Well, real. I'm talking about. That's what we want to do. Yeah, it'll it'll never happen. But yeah. The, so so folks, if you're in if you're in the future dystopia. And you want to make a quick buck to set up a fighting yeah, ring. If if you're listening to us 100 or 200 years in the future because we're in a time capsule yeah. or something or this falls through a wormhole. Just, just turn the Crichton Theater into a cage match room. I would turn it into a paintball arena in a heartbeat. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Man, you sniping positions in the balcony and those little sconces. No, I, I would up. just turn it into a gladiator deal. And since the Crichton has all that fly space, you know, from, you know, the stage is very tall. You can drop stuff down. I, I'd like Mission Impossible myself down on a rope. Shooting as I come down. Oh, <laughs> you know that, that reminds me. I uh, saw this really scary short documentary about crack houses and drug houses, about how now today, and drug like basically cartel stuff, they do booby traps. So basically, when the SWAT or whoever, and it's like makeshift booby traps, like IEDs or the like the spikes well, like that one, come out of the wall. Like one, for example, they did a deal where like you had the staircase, mm-hmm. and above the staircase was a crutch, like a mm-hmm. crutch, mm-hmm. and it was on a lever system that had a knife on the end. So basically, if you trip the wire, it would swing down the person going up the stairs, and you get a knife to the face or to the shoulder or to being like where you were. Wow. And I'm talking like a Bowie knife. Oh, see, that's why they send me into like, situations like that first. Because I'm so short that it would just whistle over my head. 
I mean, can you imagine? I mean, that's why we send the dogs in first, I guess. Yeah. So, but can you imagine that being the new thing? Like, say you're just a cop and you're like, oh, we got a phone call. And it's like, we got booby traps in this house. Like, I ain't going in there. Yeah, that's hardcore. I know, man. And And it's like a common thing now. That's even scarier. Like, I get it if you're trying to, like, do a compound in Mexico or something like that. But no, this is like your neighbor's house is booby trapped. Wow. So, yeah, they had things where it's like uh, a loose board where you, you step on it, you break through, and there's nails and stuff. Like, what, what's so important about this crack? Yeah, right? So. Time to revisit mandatory minimums. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to next week. You know what I'm looking forward to next week for what? in particular, Dick? What? I get to be on your show. That's right. On the ticket The ticket sub. Yeah, that's right. Thursday at noon. Gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna let you know what the movie is, and we'll talk about. We should it. we should hit up Chris. See, they installed the new seats over at the Grand Theater. You want to go check them out this weekend? So yeah, why you not? think he's got a, an advanced copy of Avengers Endgame? Oh no, I already tried that one. <laughs> ain't doing that. Ain't doing that. Okay. I mean, what, people are spending ten thousand dollars on a ticket, dude. What I wonder what movies they're showing. Maybe we can sneak into one. I mean, the only movie I kind of want to see is Captain Marvel. Yeah, I, I feel I should see it. You probably want to see some artsy film. No, oh, I don't want to see that. No, I wouldn't mind seeing The Room again. Yeah, The Room is so good. But uh, but sure, we could do that. Well, I do also want to let folks know is we're going to wrap up today's show that we will be back Monday. We will be back we Monday. We will be back do Monday. Do we have a guest or are we? We just do. We uh, we have team abilities. They've been kind of rescheduling, but hopefully Monday it sticks. They've been sick. So they didn't want to get us sick from team abilities with the woods. They worked themselves into a sick so, frenzy over being on our show is what yeah. happened. Well, it's because you're such hot stuff, dude. You know it. Well, we want to say a special thanks to the folks from the Condor Art League. Uh, don't forget, Trunk Show uh, is starting now all the way until the 27th. Uh, support your local artists and all that stuff. More information can be found at their website, ConroeArtLeague.com. And uh, thanks for joining us. I want to give and- a big shout-out to our partners. We yep. got a Bean Punk Coffee in downtown Conroe, Montgomery. We got C3Memories.com. And we got Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thanks, partners. We appreciate it. And if you are interested in being a guest, we have several slots open next week. To promote anything you want, uh, just reach out to us at our website, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, or just look us up on Google. On Google. What's your alternative to Google? Bing. In a, Bing. In a pinch. In the old days, it was uh, dog pile and crawler. Oh, I've done SVU, so yeah. Netscape Navigator. Oh, I miss I miss Netscape yeah. Navigator. All right, guys. We'll see you guys Monday. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about the show, to be a guest, or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.